Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Wednesday here in Sin City, and you are watching Wager Talk. Welcome to the show, Teddy Covers at Teddy Unisort Covers on Twitter. Joined by my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV. Welcome to all of our new Pluto TV viewers, Channel 517. Welcome Zumo viewers, welcome Stir viewers, welcome iHeartRadio listeners. This is your Sports Central for betters. Let's get into it right now. On today's show, we are going to break down college hoops, NBA, college football, and NFL. That's what we do at this time of the year. We'll talk bad beats, bad bets to open the show. And we'll close it out with some trends and angles from the trend and angle maestro, Mr. Michaels, uh, on the right side of your screen. Let's start with bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. A recap of what happened in the sports betting world last night. And plain and simple, Ralph, it was a bad night for ranked chalk in college basketball. Kansas, they were minus 15 against East Tennessee State. They won by 12. Maryland. Minus 24 over Fairfield. They won by only 19. Gonzaga took a bunch of steam yesterday. They were bet up from minus 21.5 all the way up to minus 26.5 in some shops. They won the game by only six against Texas Arlington. Ranked chalk goes 0-3 against the spread as home favorites on Tuesday night. Yeah, and while South Carolina is not ranked, add in getting upset as a 15-point favorite to Boston University, losing that 78-70. So, Teddy, you know, that made me go to the database. And, you know, the question was, I asked the database, database, no, um, you know, how do ranked teams do in November? And it's clearly not the norm. And, in fact, the number surprised me. Since 2010, Ranked teams that are home favorites in the month of November have gone 438 and 331, 57.0%. So don't take away, oh, hey, think all of a sudden I, I want to fade ranked teams at home. Know what the numbers truly are and then make your decision. Sure. And obviously you're talking about a decent sample size there. We're talking about since 2010, uh, what, more than 750 games in the database factoring into these November-ranked teams, 57% over that big of a sample size, Ralph. It's something worth noting. To the home favorites, bad night last night, not a bad night historically. Let's talk a little NBA. Carmelo back on the floor tonight, or last night. Hit a couple of shots, what, four or ten from the floor, hit a big three early. But the team around him, the Portland Trailblazers, continue to struggle, Ralph. It wasn't pretty uh, for Portland again. Blazers took money with Carmelo in the lineup. They didn't get the money. Portland continues to slump. And Carmelo, they were saying the right things after the game. I'm not convinced he's the answer. Well, you know, that Portland Trailblazer squad started the season 5-1 and one ATS. Since that time, now 1-8 and eight, or to make it 2-8. and eight, They covered against uh, the Spurs and they covered against the Hawks. Uh, NBA is a game of streaks. When you have a team like this and people are still betting on Portland, find the value to fade them. Yeah, and I'm, uh, again, Carmelo Anthony is someone who can bring you instant offense. I believe that. You know, Carmelo can hit some threes. He's still got a shot. But 
That's not what the Blazers necessarily need. Uh, you know, Portland needs front court help. Their front court is in, you know, and I'm talking about the four and the five spots, not the three uh, where Mello is going to play. Mello was in the starting lineup last night, despite being out of the league since last spring. No good for Blazers backers. Let's talk about the Golden State Warriors who put together a heck of a game last night in Memphis. Draymond Green back on the floor. He said, we're going to play defense when I'm on the floor, and they did. But a lot of it, Memphis looked pretty flat. <laughs> they had that huge win over Mike Conley. Last second shot, they did not necessarily respond well after that victory. They looked flat as a pancake last night. Golden State took advantage. Well, Golden State shows you, you know, there's occasions they uh, are going to win and cover games. You're still going to look to play against them, I'm sure. But uh, one thing I'll keep a track of, looking back at Golden State's covers, they've only covered back-to-back games once this season. We'll keep our eye on it as it progresses. Sure. And again, Draymond Green <laughs> is the ultimate impact player for the Warriors right now. When he hasn't been on the floor, not they're playing great defense with him. But when he hasn't been on the floor, the uh, attention to detail on defense has been severely lacking. When he has been on the floor, he's talking the talk about playing D, and they certainly played defense last night. Worth noting Draymond Green's status on a nightly basis if you're planning on getting involved in Warriors games, side or total. Let's talk about a tale of two halves last night. The Phoenix Suns, they were terrible bet early. They were getting blown out. Kings minus one and a half first half, great bet. And then Phoenix. After halftime, second of back-to-backs, blown out in the first half, blown out by the Celtics at home. All of a sudden, they show signs of life. Phoenix minus four and a half in the second half. They were both great bets. They both cashed. The Kings got there for the game with a four-point victory. Phoenix showing, I'm not going to say slumping. They're showing signs of cooling off. Teddy, did you make those bets? I mean, because we want to teach our customers going into the game, was Phoenix, is Phoenix a fade when they're playing the second of back-to-backs because they're a young team and learning how to do that? Well, I mean, there was a lot of issues with Rubio uh, yesterday. Was Rubio going to play? Was he not going to play? This wasn't a game where I got down before tip-off. What I'm talking about here, in the results of this game, is that when your team's getting blown out at halftime, there may still be a bet to be made. <laughs> and it certainly was for Phoenix backers last night. We don't talk a lot about the college football playoff. But I wanted to bring it up here because, look, it's not a betting story. But this is a betting story. Alabama sitting at five. Oregon sitting at six. Utah sitting at seven. And guess what? Alabama, unless the LSU loses back-to-back games, which they're not going to do, isn't going to play in the SEC title game. So when somebody loses, Alabama's got a chance to sneak into that four spot over the, in theory, Uh, Oregon-Utah winner in the Pac-12 title game. Is that valid? Is that something that's legit? Or is this just the SEC getting love when the Pac-12 deserves it? I don't think they get in. Had Tua not been hurt, I think they get in. We talked about how the committee looks at injuries, and then you remember how they could jump someone that last weekend because the strength of schedule changes when Utah faces Oregon and Alabama sitting at home not playing in the championship. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I gotta change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. You can find me on Twitter at Teddy underscore covers. You can find Ralph on Twitter at CalSportsLV. Forget Twitter. Let's talk about YouTube. Find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Again, Sports Grid Network on YouTube. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. That way you can get access to all the clips, all the shows, all the notifications that you're looking for right here. Again. Instagram at SportsGrid TV, YouTube at SportsGrid Network. It's time for line movers. Where's the money going and why is it going in that direction? We want to bet this stuff now. We want to bet this stuff later. Let's go quick hitter style today because there's a bunch of line movers to talk about, Ralph. And we'll start in the NBA. Orlando, they're hot. They've won three in a row. They're getting a little marketplace love in Toronto. No money for the Raptors without Ibaka and Lowry. The markets have faded them pretty consistently. But there was a big steam move on Orlando down to plus three. Magic getting some love. They've got good defensive numbers. The markets seem to appreciate that in Toronto this evening. 
don't agree with the line move. Uh, you look at Orlando, you may say they're hot. They won three in a row. Well, they've only covered one of those. They failed to cover two straight games. They've been home for five straight games. They're 0-5 straight up on the road. Yeah, it's worth, it is worth noting the game they didn't cover against the Wizards the other day. Orlando up by 16 with five minutes left. Bradley Beal got hot. Next thing you know, it was a four-point game. But the Magic were in control of that contest for the majority of the second half. Um, we're seeing a little bit of love for the Knicks' defense. The Knicks haven't played any defense in years. Fisdale's got them playing D. They deed up against the Cavs their last outing. Markets are betting the under in Philadelphia tonight. That was 2-12 and a half of the opener. Now we're looking at two tens out there. Knicks and Sixers getting some under love. Well, Knicks 4-10 and 10 over under on the season. And one of the reasons their last game went over is because they scored 103. Their defense held the Cavs to 105. Yeah, yeah. the Knicks, uh, certainly not a team I would be excited about playing over the total offensively. They're a long way from being there just yet. So we're seeing college hoops money flowing uh, for tonight. Uh, one game that I wanted to, stood out to me at least, big money flowing on Georgia against Georgia Tech. This isn't a football game on Thanksgiving weekend. This is a basketball game going tonight. What's your take on the Bulldogs and the Yellow Jackets? Why is Georgia taking all the money right now? I love the line move, Teddy. Stay tuned to the next episode. I'll break the game down in big game breakdowns. Oh, cool. All right. So we'll come back to this one. Bottom line, there's a reason Georgia's taking all this money and Ralph making us wait in suspense before he tells us why. Let's talk a little NFL money right now. And it's pretty clear here on Wednesday, the betting markets expect Matthew Stafford to play for the Lions on Sunday in Washington. Otherwise, this minus three and a half would not be holding and it's holding. So. Stafford, there was talk he was going to be out for the year. Then there was talk he might play last week. Lions have lost six of seven, but it looks like they're going to bring their starting QB back on the field this Sunday. At least that's what the betting markets are telling us in early week action. I just checked the Detroit newspapers. They were updated an hour ago. He did not practice today. So uh, you may want to jump ahead of the markets, but be careful you're jumping too far ahead. Yeah, and I mean, this is one, you know, the markets are clear. This is clearly a Stafford number. There's no way that Detroit's three and a half with Driscoll. You know, maybe two and a half, maybe three, say what you want. Three and a half, I understand the Redskins looked like absolute garbage last week. The Lions aren't exactly playing great football either. This is one where the betting markets, you know, are, are teasing us with Detroit money. This line will crash. If Stafford doesn't practice tomorrow, you can count on it. No surprise. We're seeing Seahawks money showing in Philadelphia. The Eagles coming off what some are calling a devastating loss. If you look at Philly's schedule down the stretch, they're going to be favored in every game except for Dallas. Uh, and they might be favored in that game as well. <laughs> I believe it's at home. Bottom line, Seattle, popular underdog this week, down to one and a half in Philadelphia. Well, you have the Seahawks 7-0-1 as a dog. And for those that think, hey, maybe I'm going to bet Philly off a home loss. The last 11 times Philly lost at home, they've gone 1-10 the week after. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised to see more Seahawks money coming in over the course of the next 24 hours. Seattle has been a popular choice. And, of course, prior to the bye, we saw them pull off 
the upset at San Francisco, handing the 49ers their first defeat of the season. Seahawks are a hot team in the betting markets, and it's certainly showing right now. If you like them, I bet them sooner rather than later. And I wouldn't be shocked at all to see Seattle go off as the favorite in Philadelphia uh, on Saturday. That's how heavy the Seahawks money has been. So let's talk college football now. And we've seen a flip of favorites in this game. Kansas State was a hot team a couple of weeks ago. Heck, they upset Oklahoma. Well, now Oklahoma's vulnerable every week. And Kansas State, the markets are crashing on. We've seen a flip of favorites. Texas Tech now laying to the Kansas State Wildcats. Not sure why. K-State has the better numbers. My my line my power ratings have K-State a three-point favorite, so not a not a line move I agree with. Yeah, I'm with you on this one, uh, Ralph, 100%. The Red Raiders, look, I mean, Duffy's been pretty good. They could chuck the football around, but we look at these two teams defensively, pretty big edge for the underdog who used to be the favorite. Uh, so we've talked about this all year. I mean, literally, it feels like I've talked about this uh, week after week after week. Money coming against Illinois. Illinois still has a path to the Big Ten West title. All they have to do is win out and have Wisconsin and Minnesota lose everything, and Illinois can get there. All right? They're live to play Ohio State or Penn State for the Big Ten title. Now, being live and being respected in the markets are two very different things. Lovey Smith squad has found ways to win ugly all year. They've lived off forcing their opponents into mistakes and making mistakes. Iowa, not a team that makes a whole lot of mistakes like that. That being said, nothing but Iowa money. Open 12 and a half, 13. Now we're seeing 15s out there. Hawkeyes taking money against the Illini. My numbers lean with Iowa in this game. And you look at you look at Illinois, they got outgained by 121 yards at Michigan State, but won the game. But there's always a couple of teams every season that learn how to win ugly, keep winning ugly. This is a game, even though my numbers have Iowa, I will not play against this Illinois team that has three of the biggest 12 upsets in college football this year and has rattled off four straight wins. I already have the Illini in my pocket, so uh, I can understand why you don't want to play Iowa here. Uh, it's one of these stories where I understand the stats aren't pretty. I understand they won in the turnover battle, but I also saw Iowa dot play a dominant first half last week and then barely hang on <laughs> for the point spread cover. Thanks to a missed extra point that I keep going off. I still haven't gotten that out of my head. All week I've been thinking about that. Duh, I don't even want to go there. Okay, let's talk Stanford Cal, the big game. What's going on? Cal money, that's what's going on. The market is saying Stanford can't be laying. The most disappointing season of the David Shaw era isn't going to come to a conclusion here. They still got another game. But bottom line, big game on Saturday in Palo Alto on the farm. Cal taking the money. Can't argue with it. You know, it's it's time for Cal to, to step up and put a herd on him with their defense. Yeah, I mean, you know, Stanford right now with six losses, um, you know, how, what kind of effort are you going to get? But that's what you have to remember about rivalry games. The records really don't matter with a storied rivalry like Stanford and Cal. Sure, and both teams have quarterback question marks. K.J. Costello didn't play last week for Stanford. He's a question mark back this week. Gabers, a concern. Uh, Garbers, I say, concern for the Bears. Uh, he got ba back in the lineup last week, and they got banged around by USC. Last but not least, bailout special. Hawaii steamed up to minus three favorites 
against San Diego State. The winner goes to the Mountain West Championship game. Well, this is this is what the game boils down to. Can San Diego score on offense? Or can Hawaii's offense score on San Diego State's defense? I would guess with the latter as well, and I agree with the line move. Yeah, side and total definitely related in that one. When we come back here on Wager Talk, it's big game breakdowns. Stay tuned. season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you will receive a free bet of up to $500. It's a free bet of up to 500 bucks when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid, G-R-I-D. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Big game breakdowns for Wednesday night, Ralph. There's a ton to talk about. Let's start in the NBA. A couple of TV games on Wednesday nights, and that includes Dallas. The Mavericks, minus 14, total of 217.5 against the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors played a heck of a game last night, stepped up on the defensive end. Dallas, a good notch or two better than Memphis, don't get me wrong. But when we're talking about this point spread range for Golden State, we're talking about bottom feeder point spread range. Golden State wasn't a bottom feeder last night, and Dallas. Their preferred role is not the double-digit chalk role. Still having issues defensively. Look, I mean, Luka's been insane. Porzingis has been insane. That's a scary-looking offensive team. And they're getting better. But defense is where you cover double digits in the NBA. And I have my concerns about the Mavs' defense tonight against a Golden State team that brought it last night. you have any take on this game, Ralph? If not, let's move to the next. Well, you know, you, you talked about the Mavericks being that double-digit role. It takes a lot for a team to play well as a double-digit favorite. The Mavs have been a double-digit favorite once this year. That was back on November eighth. They laid fourteen to the. Oh, they laid eleven to the Knicks. Guess what? They lost that game outright. Just a note on the Golden State Warriors from two thousand thirteen to this season. In six seasons, they were a double-digit dog once. They've now been a double-digit dog five times. This is their sixth. They've gone four and one over as a double-digit dog their first five games. That's worth noting. And the one time they were double-digit dogs during that six-year span was a game where everybody was sitting. I remember the game. It was like Curry was out, and Green was out, and Durant was out. Yeah. Uh, but but that Warriors team is a long way in the rearview mirror. This yeah. Warriors team, not as hopeless perhaps as we thought a week ago or two weeks ago. I still have them ranked right at the bottom of the NBA in my power ratings. And clearly, with Dallas laying 14, so do the betting markets. Coming off a win last night, I'm not convinced we see max intensity, but it'd be Golden State or pass for this better. Nightcap on ESPN tonight is the Clippers and the Celtics. And this one is taking money as we speak. The graphic's going to show 6.5, 219. The 6.5s are gone. The 7s are getting bought up. This market's moving to seven and a half. Why? It looks like Kawhi's going to play. And there were some concerns about whether he was going to be in the lineup. He's missed uh, the last couple of games for the Clippers. They scored 150 points without him the other day. Uh, and Paul George has certainly, uh, you know, lived up to expectations early in L.A. But if you have Kawhi and Paul George on the floor at the same time together, that'll be the first time that's happened this season. There may be an adjustment process. The markets are saying, no adjustment needed. Clips are the play. Nothing but L.A. money against the Celtics team. They won't have Marcus Smart, or they're not likely to have Marcus Smart tonight. But Boston's played good basketball. They're not losing games by margin against anybody. You have a take on the Clippers and the Celtics. Late night action from the West Coast in NBA tonight. Boy, has the NBA game changed the last few years, Teddy. In three seasons, this is only the eighth time that we've had two teams that scored 100 or fewer points and won the game that are playing each other. 
I mean, think back those Detroit-Chicago days. So both of these teams off lower scoring wins. When it's happened the previous seven times, they've gone one and six to the over. And I will say this about the Celtics. They lost against the Sixers early in the season as a dog. Their last three rolls as a dog against the Bucks, the Spurs, and the Suns. Not only did they cover, they won those games straight up. Worth noting, I, if I'm going to take Boston tonight, I would absolutely have at least a portion of my wager with the Celtics on the money line. Let's talk a little college hoops for tonight, Ralph. And you teased us in our last segment talking about Georgia and Georgia Tech. The money's come on Georgia. Can you tell us why now, please? Oh, absolutely, because you're 3-0. and You know, you're excited. People, you know, people talk about Weissman at Memphis. Well, Georgia has the number two recruit, Anthony Edwards. He's going to be a top five pick in the draft. He is as exciting as it gets. He's six foot five. And people think this Georgia team is going to be that improved. But hold your horses. They've played the weakest schedule of anyone when you look at the defensive side of the ball. They played West Carolina. They played Citadel. They played Delaware State all at home. You have a Georgia Tech team that plays great defense. This Georgia Tech team, this is a circle, this game on the calendar. They've lost four straight in the series, including as a favorite last year. The players are fired up. Pasternak has his team playing defense. And oh yeah, by the way, Georgia Tech's already been tested on the road. They went on their ACC opener this year. They went to NC State and won in overtime. Georgia Tech wins this game outright. Grab all those points that they're giving you the rest of the night. That's a strong opinion from Ralph Michaels. We love it. Let's talk one more in college hoops. This one in West Coast action. The battle uh, between Boise State and Utah, the Broncos. Minus one and a half against the Cougars. I like the Cougars' new head coach, Mark Pope, from Southern Utah. Uh, he has this team playing well. He bought couple, uh, brought a couple players with him. And you just look at the eye test. BYU's been tested. Fullerton, San Diego State, Southern Utah, and Houston. They pulled off a last-second win against Houston. Boise State is struggling. They have trouble shooting the ball. Well, yeah, a lot of teams are when you play Oregon and then Cal, and then Cal Irvine. But no time to correct those issues. This isn't that walkover game. I think BYU comes in and steals a road win. You like a pair of dogs in college hoops. Ralph saying, look at Georgia Tech plus the points and on the money line. And BYU plus the points and or on the money line. Of course, with BYU, it's not points. It's a point and a half. Nonetheless, Ralph says they're more than capable of winning that game in straight-up fashion. We gave you good advice on this show when it came to Maction last night. We said we don't want any part of the underdog in the BG game. And we said Eastern Michigan is live uh, as underdogs uh, in uh, <laughs> the game against Northern Illinois. And they were. Uh, BG battled early and then got annihilated. Eastern Michigan was the right side wire to wire uh, in the Northern Illinois game. Two more Maction games tonight. Weeknight college football. Talk about Buffalo. They've taken all the money, Ralph. Mm, the eights are gone. The eight and a halfs are gone. The nines are going. How high is this one going to go? Buffalo will call it nine and 54 against Toledo. The Bulls have played really good defense. That defensive front is strong. They can run the football. They can stop the run. Toledo with QB injuries and coming off a pretty devastating loss. Can you understand the market move here? And is it too late to get involved with Buffalo after the line move? 
It is for me. I like Buffalo. I completely understand why the the line move is going the way it is. And there's only one side I could play as Buffalo. You look at a Toledo defense, you talked about quarterback issues. So the offense, not what they're accustomed to. This defense allowing 200 yards per game rushing and 5.2 yards per carry. Well, if you have a team Buffalo that likes to run the ball and you have a team allowing over five yards per carry on defense, uh, only one way to go. Yeah, I can certainly understand the Buffalo money. This one has to make it. And, of course, the market got it right last night with Eastern. That game closed three after opening five. I wouldn't be surprised the markets get this one right, too, with Buffalo and or under or pass for this better. I have no interest in the other one. Miami O minus 31 and a half and the totals 44 against Akron. And Akron 0-10 straight up, 0-10 against the spread. The only team that can make Nebraska look good as a point spread team. The only team that can make the San Antonio Spurs look good as a point spread team is the Akron Zips. And they are that bad, Ralph. There's nothing, you know, there, there's no redemptive, redemptive qualities for Akron. They're not building for anything. You don't see the signs on the horizon. Their offense is atrocious. Their defense is atrocious. But Miami O just clinched the Mac East title last week. It's the ultimate meaningless game. Can they cover 31 and a half? And what do we do with this total of 44? Well, my question is, if Scott Frost just got a raise and an extension last week. Are you giving one to Tom Arth as well for Akron? <laughs> um, you know, uh, my database goes back to, to 1980, and no team has ever started 0-10 against the spread. There's been some 0-9s. There's been some 1-10s. And I don't have any team that's gone through an entire season and has yet to cover a game. So Akron on a historic pace for ineptness. I, again, uh, Miami's proven to me they're, they're one that doesn't have great numbers too, but they score. If I had to back a side, I'd back Miami. I'd back Miami, and I'd probably lean with the over, thinking, "Hey, Akron scored 14 last. That was their highest in six games. Maybe they can score another 14 in this game." Yeah, I mean, and, and Akron's two touchdowns both came late in the second half, so positive momentum for the Zips. Yeah. Let's talk a little Saturday college football action. This one stood out to me as an interesting game. USC coming off one of their, not one of their, they played their best game of the year last week. They destroyed Cal start to finish in that contest. UCLA had a couple of bad games. Last week was their worst. <laughs> okay. They went to Utah. They had a chance. It was 14 to three. They were driving in the red zone and then a, a fumble six and the route was on 21 to three, 28 to three. And it got uglier and uglier as the night progressed. But this game is not going to be cold, and USC's defense is in Utah's defense. Can the Bruins bounce back? They're 14-point dogs at USC total, 65-and-a-half. We're almost out of time on this one, Ralph, so keep it quick. Over. USC's air raid offense with Graham Harrell's OC can move the ball. UCLA's offense can move the ball, except an elite defense like Utah was, over the total. Agree 100%. NFL breakdowns coming up next when Wager Talk continues. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, auto zone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. Let's take a deep dive into the NFL. Why, Ralph? Why do we talk about the NFL on Wednesday and spend a whole segment doing it? Because the NFL is king. That's what people want to bet on. It's been that way since I moved to Las Vegas in 1998. They told me, hey, you can be good at NBA, you can be good at college hoops, you can be good at baseball, you can be good at college football. Doesn't matter. The NFL is king. So we make sure on every show during football season to give you the NFL analysis that you are looking for. And let's start with, I don't know. The biggest game of the season? Nah, the biggest game of the weekend? One of the biggest games of the weekend? Whatever it is. Patriots and Cowboys, New England, minus six and a half. And of course, they didn't write down the total. A total in that game sitting in the 45 range, Ralph. The Patriots team that is not answering a lot of questions in terms of how good this offense is. Defensively, they've been pretty dynamic, but they haven't faced It really looks like they haven't faced a good team all year except for the Baltimore game, and they got wiped out in that Baltimore game. So now they're facing another good team. And New England's defense, no question. But when we look at the Dallas Cowboys and what they've been able to do the last couple of weeks, opposing teams have been stacking the box and saying, we're not going to let Zeke beat us. So Dak Prescott's been good enough to beat them. But Dallas is much like New England in the fact that all of their wins have come against bottom feeders. They have not stepped up. And when you're talking about going to Foxborough and playing the Patriots within a touchdown <laughs> in November, it just doesn't happen very often. What's your take, Patriots and Cowboys? Fascinating game on Sunday. Looking at my, my first notes at the beginning of the week, Teddy, I said 
I think there's a lot of value playing on Dallas plus the points uh, because I don't think New England can keep up with them offensively, and Dallas's defense has been very good. But then I look at it again, and you talk about teams shutting down Zeke. Well, Dallas was able to move the ball via passing against Minnesota at home. Dallas was also able to move the ball passing at Detroit in a dome. Going to New England, an entirely different scenario. And then I look and, you know, if you saw Brady after the Philly game, you thought they lost the game talking about how bad his offense is. If I have Brady with a chip on his shoulder, I'm not going to fade that. And a tweet I sent out yesterday, Teddy, with a, a bit of humor on it. My tweet read, the following message is a public service announcement. The New England Patriots at home are 43 and 16 against the spread, 73%. The New England Patriots at home, their last 20 games, they've gone 16 and 4, 80% against the spread. I am not going against the Patriots. Are you? No, I didn't. Again, every week it seems I make a case against the Patriots, and I've learned this lesson. This is one, uh, I, 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 one advantage of being a veteran, all right? New England's run has gone on for two decades, all right? <laughs> and at some point during that span, fairly recently, unfortunately, I looked, I went back and I tracked my results in the Belichick-Brady era, and I said, oh, my God, every time you're betting against the Patriots, you're losing. You're costing yourself money. You're costing your clients money. So from now on, when you make a case to bet against New England, make the case fine. Just put the game as a pass. And I did it last week against Philly, and it helped, and it helped me. I did it in Baltimore and it hurt me. I'm doing it this week as well. I, the case, I cannot lay with New England. I do not think that they are as good as their record and even their stats would indicate. But when I'm ready to make my case against the Patriots, I make my case for you guys. I don't make my case in the betting window. And you talk about that 70 plus percent track record. I'm not standing in front of that. Okay. I've, I've done it and I've gotten my head kicked in and I'm not doing it anymore. So, Lean Dallas, but I'm not going to get to the betting window with this one. Teddy, I certainly appreciate you starting off this segment, giving me that Patriots and Dallas game. So I want to return the favor. Let's talk about the next best game. Well, maybe not. Let's talk about the Chicago Bears and the New York Giants. Uh, the Bears <laughs> are laying six. Can the Bears score six to get this cover? Total 40 and a half. So uh, it feels like the market's going to crash on Chicago here. And uh, the markets are also saying that at this stage, there is no point spread difference between Mitch Trubisky and Chase Daniel. And I disagree. For as bad as Trubisky has been, Daniel's worse. Okay, that's why he's the backup. Uh, and while he's done okay in other offenses at other times and was serviceable when Trubisky was hurt. Trubisky remains the starter, okay? Trubisky's got the bigger arm. Trubisky's reading defense is a little bit better. And Trubisky's a stiff, okay? He's awful. <laughs> the Bears, but the Bears' problem is not just Trubisky. The play calling's bad. The confidence is down. It all stems from the offensive line. And this was an offensive line that had showed signs. They put effort and money into it in the offseason. And the offensive line stinks and Trubisky under pressure is bad, et cetera, et cetera. The problem, of course, is can the Giants bring any pressure? You know, that's not a good defense. And I've cashed a couple of tickets as road dogs, uh, the Giants as road dogs this year. And you know what? 
None of them been right sides. <laughs> They've all been uh, Giants get outscored and uh, find a way to score late. Uh, and maybe that's what you get here uh, with the G-men in this point spread range. Absolutely. It's, it's, and we're seeing the Bears defense wear down. And if I had to play the game, I could only take the Giants because, like you, Ralph, I can't lay points with the Bears right now. So it's Giants or pass, which means pass. Eddie, I think it's going to happen with the Bears sooner or later. When the defense sticks up for an offense for as long as it has, at one point you're just going to, in the middle of the game, you're going to break down. And if you're watching that situation, you know, jump on that live betting opportunity and it's going to make you some money because there is going to be some quit in this Bears D. There just has to be as disappointing as the season has gone. Well, now let's really talk about one of the top games of the weekend as well. Playoff implications, the San Francisco 49ers laying three, the total 46 Aaron Rodgers getting points is always an attractive uh, an attractive thought. In theory, it is. Uh, yet this number is on the way to three and a half, and it could go higher than that. If you like the 49ers, bet them today. Bet them. Forget today. Bet them right now if you like San Fran, because this number is going to go up. Why? The 49ers injury report. That's why. Okay. The last two weeks for San Francisco. To say they've been besieged with injuries is something of an understatement. You know, why they lose to Seattle and why Garoppolo looks so lost? He looks so lost because literally every pass catcher the team had got hurt. You know, well, this week, we don't know yet. But early reports are George Kittle may well play. Okay. Emmanuel Sanders may well play. Matt Breida may well play. Robbie Gould could be back in the lineup. Debo Samuel, who left last week, is expected to suit up. We don't know for sure whether those five key offensive players for Garoppolo and the 49ers are going to be in the lineup. But the indicators are that they are likely, or at least several of them are likely to play. The market's already tilting up off the three based on the fact that the 49ers, when healthy, are the better of these two teams. And that's real clear. You know, the Green Bay, life and death to win against Carolina. And we saw what happened to Carolina the following week, you know. (laughs) Uh, they get blown out at home by Atlanta. So that win doesn't look as good in retrospect. And of course, Aaron Rodgers off a bye. Aaron Rodgers plus points. All this stuff likely attracts some betting attention. But the fact the wise guys are moving on San Fran right now is telling us, and it tells me, and watching these two teams, Ralph, the eye test. And I'm going to ask you if you agree, but the eye test tells me San Fran's Super Bowl contender, Green Bay, playoff team. Do you agree? I do. You know, you look at the Packers and, you know, Teddy, I, I, I fell back and did something that I, I preached to our people not to do. You know, I said Aaron Rodgers plus the points and attractive venture. And, you know, yes, he's won both games as a dog this year against the Bears and against the Cowboys. But going back as an away dog, uh, they're actually eight and nine their last 17 as an away dog going back to the 2016 season. To me, I've seen San Francisco play like they're the best team in the NFC, and I've also seen San Francisco play down to the level of their competition. So if that is the thought, then perhaps they're going to play up to the level this week against Green Bay. Continuing on, we're moving to the NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, 
Color me impressed with what they've done. I thought they were done for the season. The defense has been amazing against division foes the last two weeks. They're now laying four and a half, a total of 51 and a half against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Will there be a defensive touchdown? Is that going to be a minus this week with Jameis instead of a plus? It's never a minus. One last point about the Packers, though, uh, with Rodgers. Remember, they're losing ATS record as dogs in 2016. Many of those games, Aaron Rodgers was sidelined. And there was the likes of Brett Hundley and company behind center uh, for Green Bay. So uh, it's not Rodgers behind center that we were tracking. It was the Packers behind center. And Rodgers missed a lot of the games where they were dogs in recent seasons. We talk about the Falcons and the Bucks. Look, if you're talking season-long NFL, all right, you have to rank New England one. I think you have to rank New Orleans two. And then you're going to put Baltimore three. If you're looking at the NFL over the last month, Ravens have been the best team. So why am I talking about that when it comes to Atlanta and Tampa Bay? Because if you're giving season-long numbers for the Falcons, they are still a below-average team. If you're looking at Atlanta and they're two weeks since the bye, you can make a case that the Falcons are whatever, a top 10 team, a top whatever team that you want to make a case for them to be, that they merit this point spread range. I personally have upgraded Atlanta nearly a touchdown in two weeks, putting them back to where I had them early in the season, before everything fell apart on the defensive side of the football. And that defense, the quotes coming out of the defense were confident. They're saying, we expect to do this every week. We can do it again, et cetera, et cetera. And they're doing this little, you know, divisional round robin. I'm not stepping in front of Atlanta right now. This is a team that has absolutely enormous upside. And we they showed us last year when Dan Quinn was on the hot seat. Hey, we're going to fight. They're doing it again here. And Tampa, again, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> betting the Bucks is like taking a, spending the day with a shotgun and pointing at your foot because that's what they do. You can't say you're surprised by Tampa's issues. That's what they do. Jameis Winston is not someone who's been able to take care of the football. Bruce Arians hasn't been able to coach to his strengths. And defensively, they're not all that good against the pass. So uh, the Falcons merit being in this point spread range. I think we have one time for one more before the break, uh, Ralph. We do, and let's talk about the Raiders. The Raiders are, to me, are one of the least sexiest teams, but yet they're three and two, they're five and two their last seven games. And you look at a loss to Green Bay, and you look at a loss to Houston. In those two losses combined, they were only outgained by seven yards. They are now taking on the New York Jets. The Raiders a three point favorite, forty five and a half. I think. Uh, I think he started stop seeing ghosts for the Jets and put up some nice numbers last week. Well, yeah, they played the Giants and the Redskins. You know, Sam Darnold, you're not going to see ghosts against the Redskins defense. You're not going to see ghosts against the Giants defense. The Raiders' season-long stats on, on defense aren't good, flat out. And their pass defense got gashed early which gives Oakland value now, which is why there are even two and a halfs out there now. Because the last couple of weeks, the Raiders' pass defense has been a lot better. The pass rush has been there, 10 sacks. They forced four interceptions in their last two ball games, And this isn't the Redskins. <laughs> this isn't the Giants' defense. Oakland, a legit playoff contender. I've got, this, I've got the Raiders under six wins this season. I'm going to lose that bet, Ralph. But I'm going to win bets on Oakland along the way like this one when they take on the Jets. Raiders are better than the Jets. They're more than a field goal better than the Jets. This is one I'm excited about for Sunday. 
Sports Betting 101 when we come back. back Ralph's going to talk about five-win teams in college football. Wager talking team. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. We're here in the home stretch of Wager Talk. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels breaking down the world of sports and sports betting for you on a Wednesday afternoon in Las Vegas. And Ralph, it's time for a little sports betting 101 wagering university stuff. That means a little TNA from Ralph Michaels. Yesterday, we were talking about teams that suffered their seventh loss in college football, those teams being bet against with the bubble burst. Today, we're going to talk about teams that are in must-win situations, five-win teams. They have to win. They need to win to get bowl eligibility. Are those bet-on teams, Ralph, or are they bet against the college football teams with five wins here in November? Teddy, when you have five wins and you're going into November, that's what I looked up in the database. So, you know, you've gone through your season. You likely have more losses than wins. And you are now trying to figure out how to get to six wins. Well, when you need to win and you have pressure to win, it is a negative on your game. It's proven in and out. And since 2013, 
Those teams that are home dogs and have five wins in November have gone 29 and 57 against the spread, covering 33% of the time. So that's a 67% play against those five win home dogs. Last year, last week, excuse me, there was two of them. California went down as a five win home dog. Missouri went down as a five win home dog. Two apply this week, Arizona State against Oregon and Charlotte against Marshall. So again, we want to teach you how to become better handicappers. Look for situations that have been proven. You never want to base a play solely on a system. But hey, if you're looking at the Oregon side, this might get you there. If you're looking at the Arizona State side, it may take you off the play. So never base a play on a system, a trend, or an angle, but help you become a better better by weighing the positives and the negatives. Excellent point, Ralph. And again, must win does not mean will win. Certainly not from a point spread perspective. Thank you so much for watching Wager Talk today. We'll be back again in 23 hours. Stay tuned for At the Window with Drew Martin and Sean Guastamacchia coming up next here on the Sports Grade TV Network.